So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of Edge Microactive Pre-Emergent Herbicide. Agriculture is Saskatchewan, and 620 CKRM is your source for everything ag. Welcome to our newly expanded Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Here's your host, Jim Smalley. And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. It's brought to you by Harvard Western Insurance. We don't judge. Here's another reminder to renew your plates today. Visit harvardwestern.com. Today, FCC releases its annual look at farmland price increases and Saskatchewan follows the national trend upward. We hear from both the provincial and federal ministers of agriculture about Farm Safety Week. Saskatchewan stock growers hope for improved offshore sales as Canada seeks improved status for BSE. And the farm weather is in its usual spot at the bottom of the hour. This is Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Johnson's Grain, helping growers contract any type of grain. Call 1-800-324-7778. Farmland values in Saskatchewan jumped 5.4% in 2020, on par with the national average. Farm Credit Canada says farmland prices in Saskatchewan rose slower than B.C., Quebec and Alberta, but remained strong and stable. FCC Chief Agricultural Economist J.P. Gervais says farmland values rose due to strong grain markets and low interest rates. Well, land values in Saskatchewan grew by 5.4%, a little bit the slower pace than, than in 2019 at 6.2%. We've noticed quite a bit of activity in the second half of the year in Saskatchewan, and that is related to the uh, run-up in commodity prices that we've seen certainly and the positive impact it has had on overall receipts, especially when it comes to grains, oil seeds, and poultry. So strong prices in the second half of 2020, strong farm income as well, combined with low interest rates, all of that point to very strong demand in Saskatchewan. I would think that, you know, the first half of 2021, uh, there is going to be strong demand as well. And I do expect land values to go up in, in the first six months of 2021. What really is the one thing to monitor for 2021 is what is going to likely to happen in the, last, in the next six months or the last six months, second half of the year when it comes to 2021. We have interest rates, especially if you think of long-term interest rates, you know, think of a five-year mortgage, then those rates have started to come up a little bit in the last month or so. Prices for the 2021 crop are a little bit lower than what prices are right now for the 2020 crop. So all of these things are going to play out in the next few months. And that's going to give us a much better idea than what 2021 could look like. But I do expect that in 2021, the market's going to be strong. How much did the impact of COVID-19 affect the land prices in Saskatchewan? Looking at you know what happened with the cattle and, and even hog industries, there were some backlogs there. Yeah, well, it's, it's 2020, 2020, when it comes to the pandemic, has been a year of full of nuances. And so it's really hard to 
paint a picture that would apply to the entire ag industry. Grains oil seeds have been performing really good, you know, export volume, shipments and so forth. That's been very, very positive. Not to say that there are no challenges when it comes to grains and oil seeds. If you would think of the container shortages right now in the marketplace, we've had some export markets and some export ports that have actually had to deal with some issues in 2020 because of the COVID-19 pandemic. But overall, it's been positive. And if you look at the livestock sector, well, this is where you've had quite a bit of stress, especially in the cattle sector, but as well as the hog sector. And, you know, disruptions in packing plants, uh, backlog of animals, lower prices on both sides of the border really had a, a, did put a bit of financial stress on livestock operations in 2020. And hence, you know, when it comes to demand from livestock operations, it's been muted in 2020. Coming up, Gervais discusses inflationary pressures and the value of the Canadian dollar. Back to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. The Chief Agricultural Economist at Farm Credit Canada in Regina, J.P. Gervais, expects farmland values to remain strong in 2021. But he says rising interest rates and inflationary pressures need to be watched closely this year. In a span of one month, Right, so if you look at the last month, we've seen yields for long-term bonds go up by about 50 basis points, so 0.5%. So if you, just to make things very uh, very clear, if you go out and try to negotiate, you, you take on a loan, a five-year mortgage, fixed rate now versus what it was a month ago or so, you're faced with a higher rate by about 0.5%. If you compare what it was six months ago at the start of the second wave of covid it was roughly, I would say, 1% lower. So short-term rates have stayed relatively constant and low because the Bank of Canada has not done anything when it comes to its overnight rates. So short-term rates have remained constant throughout 2012. Well, after the drop you know, in March and April, then it's re- it remained low for, for up to now. But long-term rates have been moving up, and that has an impact on, you know, your five-year fixed-rate mortgage, for example, right? And that's one of the things that I do think is absolutely critical to monitor going forward for operations that are thinking about buying, that are bought, and then thinking about their risk management plan going forward is to make sure that they understand the different scenarios. And, And right now... Those yields are moving up because of what you mentioned. I mean, you you were asking about inflationary pressures. It's not that we have strong inflationary pressure now, but the markets are concerned about future inflation. And that, I think, is pushing up rates where the, the way that, that I've outlined. So at the end of the day, you know, we went from an average business interest rate of borrowing costs of 3.5% at the beginning of 2020 all the way down to 225 And now... We're slightly up, slightly up because those long-term rates are moving up. So I think that's one area to, to absolutely monitor. I think the second financial variable that you mentioned is the Canadian dollar at 80 cents. It seems to be a little bit of a, a ceiling for a dollar at 80. We'll see if that ceiling's strong enough to prevent it from climbing. We think there's more chance of seeing a decline in the Canadian dollar going forward in 2021 than seeing an upward. I'm not discounting the fact that it could break the 80 cent ceiling. But I'm more convinced that it will actually come down and will be lower than, than it is right now. The reason is that the strength in gaining dollar is really about the weakness in the U.S. dollar. And with all the stimulus in the U.S. and with the growth forecast that we have for the U.S. economy versus the one in Canada, I do think that you know there's going to be no more weakness in the U.S. dollar. 
And, and I do think that this is going to bring the dollar, the U.S. dollar up, bring the Canadian dollar down slightly. Not expecting it to go back to 75, 70, um, you know, there was that 70, 70 to 75 cents. But I do think it, it is going to end the year lower than 80 as opposed to higher than 80. J.P. Gervais is the chief economist at Farm Credit Canada. Time now for Real Agriculture with Sean Haney. Brought to you in part by Karst Holdings in Assiniboia and Schlamp's Integra Tire in Grenfell. Your locally owned Integra Tire dealers on The Source 620 CKRM. This is your realagriculture.com update brought to you by the Canola School. Get canola agronomic information when you need it on your smartphone, tablet, or laptop. Our library of timely agronomic information is free and available at canolaschool.com. Sean Haney here with realagriculture.com and Real Ag Radio on Rural Radio 147. Today on the show, I talked to Peter Wheat, Pete Johnson about early seeding and getting out fast. I'm not going to lie to you. I saw a plus 20 on my truck on Saturday. Plus 20. Yeah, so it's funny. You guys are warmer than than we are. I, we haven't seen a plus 20 yet. I think we might have seen a plus 16 at one one day for a short period, somewhere in that range, but... I, I saw a few farmers on Twitter in Western Canada talking about how ah, I was maybe going to start putting seed in the ground on Saturday, a little bit tacky, maybe going to give it a shot here early this week. So there, there is some early birds out there thinking about putting some seed in the ground, which is we've been talking about early seeding through a lot of the winter here. We did a full agronomist episode on it. The The data shows uh, it makes sense. If you can go, go. Yeah, absolutely. I've got a new, a new saying for that, Sean. If it's dry... Let it fly. <laughs> just don't, just don't drive that tractor too fast. Like, don't take that literally. Yeah. Just get in the yeah, no, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Seating speed matters. Uh, Seating speed matters. And, yeah. And, and a lot of that has to do with how dry it is in parts of the southern prairies. But for the growers out west that are you know looking for moisture um, on this early seed wheat, what do they do in terms of depth? Do they do they put it down to the moisture? Do they put it up top and just let it sit there and wait for the moisture? What what, what do you suggest they do? Yeah, man, if you don't if you can't find moisture on March the fifteenth, you are in bad shape. Full stop. And always, always, always go to moisture if you can. In Australia, uh, on the western part of Australia, extremely dry. They've had super droughts. Uh, I think I've mentioned this before, Sean. They will seed six inches deep. Whoa. And they actually, yeah, six inches deep. And you go like, that's crazy. But what they what they do is they try to set up their drill because the moisture, they don't find moisture till six inches. And so they'll set their drill so it actually is moving some soil. And they anti-ridge. Like normally in ridge till, we want to, plant that corn on top of the ridge and keep it under the water. And it, I mean, ridge till has sort of died, but way back uh, in, the, in the 90s and the 80s, there was a lot of ridge till thought process going on. And you kept it over the water up on top of that ridge. It warmed up faster, all those things. No, in Australia, they will anti-ridge plant in the bottom of the hollow. So the seed is only maybe buried by two or at the most three inches, hopefully only two and they try to throw enough dirt out of that trench so that it's not buried six inches. But if you start on level soil, they are six inches deep with that seed to find moisture. And, and so I'm not suggesting for a second, by the way, 
that anybody in Western Canada goes to six inches deep. That's a little bit of overkill, but for sure you can go to, to two inches, even three inches deep. I I've never had big qualms going to three inches deep on, on a spring cereal. Don't care if it's barley, wheat or oats, uh, even Durham, I'm, I'm really, Durham would maybe be a little bit uh, more questionable, but dang it, if you can't find moisture, March 15th, that's, that's bad news. So find the moisture, get it, get it down in the moisture so it can imbibe that moisture and use the moisture that's there. If you get moisture from above, bonus, it's still going to use that. But if you put it in dry soil and you don't get moisture, well, man, you don't know when that stuff is going to come up. So if, yeah. if you can find moisture at three inches, plant it three inches deep. If it's deeper than that, uh, that then it gets to be a bit of a struggle. But but if you're going two, three inches, boy, you, th- this is where the vigor of your seed probably really becomes much more important than if you were at an inch. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, you know, down in, in uh, Mexico at Simic, where they where they do a lot of the breeding for the third world countries, they will plant wheat six inches deep just to see exactly what you said. What is the vigor of these genetics? And by planting six inches deep, you get a, you get a sense of, of whether or not that genetic base has the push when it's under adverse conditions to make it up. This has been your Real Agriculture Update. You can find out more about this issue or many others at realagriculture.com. It's your agri-weather forecast on The Source, 620 CKRM. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry, Justin, or Devin at 352-1866. And the Moose Jaw Truck Shop, the number one choice for any diesel engine repair. Drop in, no appointment necessary, or visit moosejawtruckshop.com. Today, cloudy sky, wind south 20 becoming light this afternoon, the high today plus 7, 60% chance of rain showers late this evening and after midnight, then 60% chance of flurries overnight. Wind becoming northwest 30 gusting to 50 tonight, the low minus 4. Tomorrow, cloudy, 30% chance of flurries in the morning and early in the afternoon, wind north 20, the high 0 tomorrow, the low minus 10. Wednesday, sunny and a high plus 5, the low minus 4. Thursday, sunny and warmer, the high plus 10, the low minus 1. Friday, sunny, the high 13, the low minus 1. Saturday, partly cloudy with a high 11, the low minus 3. Sunday, partly cloudy, the high near 8 degrees. Normal high is 0, the normal low minus 11. The sun rose at 7.12 this morning. It sets at 7.02 tonight. And around the province, the hot spot, Maple Creek at 10 degrees. The cold spot up north, we have it at Uranium City at minus 14. Estevan is plus 6, so Saskatoon and Swift Current both plus 6. Weyburn plus 4, Yorkton plus 2. Regina cloudy and plus 6, that's 43 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the south at 24. Humidity is 53%, the barometer falling 101.3. Cloudy and Moose Jaw plus 7, winds are from the south at 28, gusting to 39. Once again, Regina, cloudy and 6, that's 43 Fahrenheit. Back in a moment. This spring, apply pre-emergent edge microactive group 3 herbicide from Gowan Canada before seeding your canola. Maximize yield today and manage resistance tomorrow. Always read and follow label directions from Gowan Canada.
You're listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with 620 CKRM Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by McDougal Auctioneers. Get fair market value for your assets with an online auction through McDougal Auctioneers, mcdougalauctions.com. And brought to you by Patterson Liquid Systems, experts in liquid fertilizer distribution. Fertilizer's just better when it's wetter. Patterson Liquid Systems, expect the best. This week has been proclaimed Agriculture Safety Week in Saskatchewan. Agriculture Minister David Merritt says Farm Safety Week gives the opportunity to encourage everyone to stay safe on the farm. Well, I think it's very important. Obviously, agriculture is the main industry here in the province, Jim, and March 14th to 20th is Ag Awareness, Ag Safety Awareness Week, and we just want to you know, remind everybody in the in the ag industry just to be safe out there. And This isn't obviously just for physical health, it's mental health as well, Jim, and and uh, it's very important for us to really bring awareness to egg safety and the importance of it and just making sure that everybody's safe out there because we all have family that want us home every night and you just can't do enough to remind people to be safe out there. We're approaching a very busy season, the spring seeding season, so want to be extra cautious. Well, that, that's exactly right, Jim. I mean, springtime is the busy is a busy time, just like harvest is. And uh, we all know we want to get the crop in the ground. And obviously, there's challenges with that. I mean, we're putting in long days. And some cases, some operations are running 24 hours. So uh, it's important that we bring this awareness to and just that remind everybody to be safe. And this even means the general public as well, Jim, because there's equipment moving up and down the roads and farmers are trying to get their crop in the ground in a timely fashion. So it really is just bringing the awareness for everybody to be safe out there when working in and around equipment. Because farming is considered one of the, or if not the most dangerous occupations. Well, it is, you know, it is. I mean, there's all kinds of equipment moving, and when you have equipment moving, you can have accidents and as a result of it. And it's important for us just to really raise awareness for everybody to take the time and really think of what they're doing and what might be an outcome that, they, you know, obviously nobody would want to see. So, And, I mean, there's a lot of farming operations where they're individuals, you know, working out in the field by themselves. So it's really important for us to uh, really bring awareness for egg safety and for everybody to really take the time and just think about what they're doing and uh, really be safe out there. On another topic, road bans go into effect today. The importance and purpose of this? Well, I mean, this happens every year in the spring, Jim, and everybody in the ag industry knows that and realizes that uh, with the frost coming out of the out of the highways, both from a highway perspective and a municipal perspective. It's important that we reduce the weight so that we don't have such an impact on our road network as it, it is vital for us to move products. So it's important that we just put the road bans in place till, you know, until the till the frost is out and and we can get moving product again here later in the year. March has been quite mild. Any idea when you think we might start spring seeding? I you know what I, I I'm not sure you know sure how it'll go. I'm, I know in a lot of areas everybody's hoping for some more moisture. Uh, you know I think uh, you know usually things start moving in the southwest, the first part of the provinces that start seeding, and that's usually first part of April and in, into that area there. So I you know I think it's sure we're getting nice weather, but you know as a farmer myself, we know we can always get one of those spring snowstorms and things like that, and I think a lot of people are actually hoping for or needing some moisture as well. So I think it's safe to say that. A lot of farmers don't change their time of seeding just because of weather. They, they kind of get moving when it's fit for them to get going in whatever part of the province they're in. 
David Merritt is the Minister of Agriculture for Saskatchewan. You're tuned to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today on The Source 620 CKRM. This segment of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And by Canadian AgriBlend. Ask for the livestock products at your feed dealer or for a feed dealer near you. Call 1-800-340-2311. This week has been declared Canadian Agriculture Safety Week and Ottawa is pumping more than $1 million into farm safety. Federal Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau took the opportunity today to announce financial support for the Canadian Agricultural Safety Association. Canadians are so grateful for our farmers and farm families and the food they grow. This past year especially, our farmers have stepped up in a big way. But there are significant and serious risks to farm work that we often don't think about. Farmers work near and often operate heavy machinery. Farms are not only workplaces, but family homes and play yards for children. The dangers are mental as well as physical. Work and hours can be exhausting and sometimes very stressful and lonely. That's why this Agricultural Safety Week and CASA's efforts year-round are so important. And your education programs, resources and outreach are needed more than ever. New technologies and advanced equipment make farms more productive, but brings new risks. I understand this year you're bringing in experts to raise awareness about safe and smart behaviors around railways, which are a vital link for farmers to export their products to the world. As well, the Be Grain Safe program helps farmers recognize the dangers specific to grain operations. I know this program has been impacted by COVID and will be relaunched once public health guidelines allow. Agriculture Minister Marie-Claude Bebeau says Ottawa is contributing $1.4 million to the Canadian Agricultural Safety Association to promote safety awareness year-round. Saskatchewan cattle producers are hoping for expanded access to foreign markets as Canada seeks improved status for the BSE disease. The last of the BSE export restrictions facing Canada in the global marketplace may be removed in May, which would be a full 18 years after the initial case in Alberta. It was announced last week that the Organization for Animal Health will recommend Canada's status be changed from a controlled risk country for BSE to one of negligible risk. Saskatchewan Stock Growers Manager Chad McPherson sees benefits for producers. Last year, the, the government of Canada applied to the OIE to have our uh, BSE status upgraded to negligible. If we were successful in having that done, that would level the playing field with all the other major beef exporters globally that we compete with, which would be great news for the Canadian beef processing and cattle industry. This will result in opportunities for improved market access for bone-in animals over 30 months, and as well as some byproducts. So it means more competitiveness for our packing plants. I understand it means less amount of trim in processing and just improved access theoretically? It sets the stage for a specified reviewing uh, the requirements for specified risk material removal in the beef processing industry. So it's good news then for producers? 
I'm, I'm optimistic. This is very good news, and I'm optimistic that after the 60-day consult, we'll have our, our stat, BSE status improved, which will benefit the Canadian cattle industry greatly. By having our BSE status upgraded to negligible, it'll level a playing field with all our major competitors, make us more competitive globally. The federal government is hoping for a final decision from the World Organization for Animal Health in May of this year. The Market Updates with Jim Smalley on The Source, 620 CKRM. Market Update brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hall is Wealth. For more information or to book a free consultation, call 1-800-284-9999. And Nelson GM in Assiniboia and Avonlea. If you are a Costco member, get huge savings on current 2019 and 2020 SUVs right now. Viterra prices were mixed in early trading today. Canola fell $11.10 at $704.97. Number one red spring wheat rose $218 at $277.81. The rest were unchanged. Durham $312.32. Feed barley $263.15. Flax $891.80. Lentils $644.50. Oats $229.53. Yellow peas $392.89. Feed wheat 238.84. The Minneapolis spring wheat May futures are up four and a half cents at 638 and a quarter cent a bushel. It's the Livestock Reports on the Source 620 CKRM. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Call Weyburn 842-4574. And now the latest quotations. Heartland Livestock Market Report. Donnie Peacock reporting from the Swift Current Yards. Tuesday's regular sale saw the cow market a touch higher. We averaged 79 straight through. Good solid cows at 83 to 86 with some hard, hard grain-fed cows, 88 to 93. Thursday, a very busy day here at the yards. We had the DLMS direct internet off the farm. A couple loads of cattle on that. The 800 steers at a buck 80. Some 500-pound heifers at 207.50. We had the bread sale in town Thursday. Good bread heifers and young cows, 2,000 to 2,500. Uh, some middle-aged cows. There's some pretty decent cows a touch thinner, bringing 15 to 1,700. They look like they're pretty good value for the money, given the time of year and everything. So old grandma cows at 1,000 to 1,200, basically kind of based per pound what they're worth. Kenny Craig from Mossbank, a young gentleman, had his very first char and Simmental bull sale. A good event. He averaged 38.30, and his top bulls were bringing 5 to 5,400. Braun Herford Ranch had their Herford bull sale on Friday. 45 Herfords, get this, averaged $9,038. That was a boner burner. Bone Creek Angus Ranch at East End had their good uh, common two-year-old uh, black and red Angus bull sale on Saturday. 64 bulls averaged 7,600. Another great, great bull sale. Good to see all that enthusiasm in the cattle industry. That's the way it is in cattle country. Heartland Swift Current. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,400 hogs Friday. Selling in a range of 196 to 213 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 8,000 head. Selling in a range of 195 to 209 per CKG. 100 index hog prices for the week ending Saturday, March 13th are Oli West 2020 contract, 192.40. Oli West 2021 contract, 202.10. Maple Leaf Sig 4, 193.49. 
Ham's Cash, 191.49. Thunder Creek Brickle, 187.02. High Life Cash, 207.17. And High Life Contract, $209.04 per CKG. Coming up, the Resource Report. This is the Saskatchewan Resource Report on 620 CKRM. Here's Jim Smalley. Now the Resource Report. The Saskatchewan government is providing $500,000 to support research and technology to measuring gas volumes and monitoring emissions in the oil and gas sector. Energy Minister Bronwyn Ayer says the effort results from concern the federal government is relying on methane data from studies not actually carried out in Saskatchewan, which has unique reservoir and geological characteristics. Ayer has asked the federal government to share federal methane data with Saskatchewan. She says only limited data has been provided and wants reliable data that's fully transparent and shared. Ayers says $300,000 will be applied to research into cost-effective technology for measurement of associated gas volumes from heavy oil wells. This is a joint research project with Alberta. The Research Council will also receive $200,000 to support research for innovative data transmission, analysis and emission monitoring technology in collaboration with SaskTel and private oil and gas operators in Saskatchewan. Research Council President Mike Crabtree says measurement and monitoring will be key areas of focus in order to meet methane emission reduction targets in Saskatchewan. The Saskatchewan government says it has an ambitious plan to reduce greenhouse gas emissions from flaring and venting in the oil and gas industry by 40 to 45 percent from 2015 levels by the year 2025, the equivalent of 4.5 million tons of carbon dioxide a year. On the markets, a blockbuster deal in the telecom sector helped lift Canada's main stock index in late morning trading as Rogers Communications announced an agreement to buy Shaw Communications in a deal valued at $26 billion. The telecom sector led the way higher as the TSX Composite Index was up 19 points at 18,871. In New York, the Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 6 points at 32,772. The Canadian dollar traded at 80.01 cents U.S. compared with 80.04 cents Friday. The April crude oil contract was down a dollar four at sixty-four dollars fifty-seven cents per barrel. That's the resource report. If you missed any segment of the show, tune in to the on-demand Saskatchewan Agriculture Today podcast, brought to you by Gowan Canada. Gowan Canada understands the challenges growers face and takes pride in finding effective crop protection solutions. Visit GowanCanada.com to learn more. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalling. You've been listening to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today with Jim Smalley on 620 CKRM. If you missed any of today's broadcast, download the podcast now online at 620CKRM.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Today, now starting after the 12 o'clock news on your voice for everything ag. 620 CKRM. This podcast brought to you by Gowan Canada, makers of edge microactive pre-emergent herbicides.